0: what um what qualifies you and just the very um superstantial is that the right word i don't know
1: what is that what are you trying to say is that a right is that a word at all super santo yeah. <laughs> like what is that esperanto like what i'm trying to guess what the fuck i'm talking about
0: What up B-Siders, I got a little something special lined up for the next few episodes. In December, my more awesome half organized a trip to Costa Rica for my birthday and invited some of our closest friends. It was dope and honestly, them being there was a present enough. But I requested that each of them spend a few minutes with me on the B-Side. And I just had one sloppily executed question to ask them. In this episode, I'll be talking with two of those friends, starting with Graham Ng Wilmot. This is episode 17, brought to you by Some College Radio. Welcome to the B-Side.
1: firm for what you believe in, until and unless logic and experience prove you wrong. So, we're
0: standing in front of this um, small waterfall, or we're sitting on top of the small waterfall. Yes. And just below it, there leads to an even larger waterfall, which is maybe, shit, it takes about four seconds to hit the water from a jump. Yeah. So, instead of making that jump, I figured I'd come over here and talk to you. On the small waterfall. For sure. <laughs>
1: I'm over small waterfall guy.
0: <laughs> let see what's up. So, um, welcome to the B-side.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Tell us what your name is and a little bit about you.
1: Uh, my name is Graham. Right now I'm a college professor, teach media studies. I guess that's about it. Oh that's shit! It? Someone just jumped in here.
0: John the small one. John the around. small one, yes. I can do the small one. <laughs> um... So, uh, what are you you doing here? How do we know each other?
1: Well, let's see. I mean, my partner, Michelle, has been knowing you all for a long time, since uh, Uh, Qatar, New York, probably New York, I guess, is where it really started. We met her in New York. Yeah.
0: So, um, the question that I'm asking is, Uh and it's sort of like a, I want to say like a New Year's resolution question, but not really. Oh. because you know we those don't really work you know yeah I, mean? I don't
1: really uh, you don't do those, do those right? yeah
0: but like a life resolution something that you even maybe currently now like when you wake up in the morning you're like oh shit that's that thing I want to do like I'm always working towards that thing <laughs> you know what I mean like what is yeah. that this gnaws at you whether you do it or don't do it or work towards it or don't but what's uh, that thing that gnaws at you
1: yeah well I mean professionally I'm trying to figure out if I'm gonna stay in academia so that, that's the big life type thing but mm-hmm. uh, And the more fun kind of thing i've been trying to uh i want to get back to doing some more music stuff so i've kind of assembled a a series of like drum machines and samplers and that kind of stuff and i've got the raw material like a record collection but i just never really sit down and actually learn how to use the machines and put everything together so that's that's like the long term long burning kind of thing like figuring all that out i used to dj a lot but Never really messing around with the sampler or the drum machine, even though I've had them for a long time. So, What was your, uh,
0: when you DJ, what was
1: your name? I uh, went by Verde Olivo. Verde Olivo. Yeah, so olive green. Yeah. That's dope.
0: So now you want to make music as opposed to like, DJing and
1: shit. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to be doing it seriously, but right. um, I want to learn how the machines actually work. Like, all right, well, how does a sequencer actually work? Like, right. What are the structures I need to learn? Like, how do you program stuff? Um you know i have a some sense of theoretically how samples work but actually doing it is a totally different thing i think so uh...
0: what type of music would you be making
1: uh... probably just straight up beats for now Mm -hmm. like that that's where i would kind of start just making simple drum tracks and then seeing where it goes and adding stuff to it i don't i mean i don't own a synthesizer well actually i own a synthesizer but uh... i think down the road that i would add that to it but for now i just want to learn how to like program the drums yeah and then figure out how to to sample stuff uh, Yeah, actively, I guess. Yeah, effectively.
0: What do you What are you teaching exactly in school?
1: Uh, so I teach a range of things. I'm like in a media studies program. Okay. So um, I do everything from our introduction to communication and media studies, like the discipline, but. Uh, my specialty is really race and media, mm. so I'll teach something like race and ethnicity and film and, and television. Uh, you know, or actually I incorporate a lot of questions about race and power and privilege into my intro classes, but right. this, that's kind of my specialty, I guess. Why, is,
0: why has race become your specialty? How has race become your specialty? Nobody can um, see, so, you know, you can just... <laughs>
1: <see>. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's something I've always thought about, yeah. and, um, you know, growing up and always being in positions that like I never actually seem to fit in or mm. I'm always the person that I'm like very clearly don't match the rest of the people usually in groups right right. Um, it's something I've like been confronted with just kind of like on an everyday lived level right um, and I've seen a lot of dumb shit happen in my life and I'm like oh wait well this is probably not how this should work whether <laughs> it's professionally or life or you know in school right and uh, going to grad school gave me like a whole sort of vocabulary a whole way of thinking about this stuff that I realized, like, oh, okay, this is, um, it doesn't have to be this way, and I'm just still trying to figure out how it all works and what to do about it, so, for me, my kind of intervention is to talk to students and young people about it and help them think about it, um, I guess, yeah. So,
0: really quickly, because nobody can see you, what,
1: um... Well, okay, okay, so you're just asking what my ethnicity is. is yeah. They, okay, yeah, so I'm biracial, so my mom is Chinese and my dad is, uh, you know, he's a Caucasian guy, so... Yeah, so I'm 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 mixed. But I've also been in a lot of different kinds of situations like growing up in Florida, I was basically the only Chinese kid in class. Yeah. You know, we moved to Oklahoma and I was like the <laughs> only Chinese person in the state besides my mom and my sister. <laughs> so, it's it's, you know, yeah. situations like I lived in Alabama where I was like the only Chinese guy in the state or I felt that way. So, um Guess, you know, even when people are nice to you, like yeah. you realize, like, oh, okay, something's different here. People treat you differently. Right. Whether whether they say it's a good thing, you know, like, oh, you're the you're the smart guy, or you should be, you know, down to like just being straight up rude to you, that kind of stuff, because you right. look different, you know. So, yeah,
0: I just asked because you know, you know, I'm black, but like,
1: <laughs> 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 oh shit, but I'm also <laughs> right,
0: you know, but I'm also like Hispanic, so if, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I end up in those situations a lot. So right, right. When I was thinking about talking to you, that was something that I wanted to ask you yeah because i don't speak spanish
1: even though
0: both my parents are from central america yeah um and i've had this conversation with my dad okay a little bit about why i don't speak spanish yeah maybe why that is um but yeah i feel a certain way everywhere i go because i don't always fit in like i don't fit in yeah for sure in normal like african-american societies because i'm not typical african-american right 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 and when they figure that out they're like oh you're not black? Who's this like, guy? Yeah. Right. Then, you know, but, um, and then I'm black, so amongst other people, Caucasians and others, everybody looks at me as being black. Yeah. Um, right. But then when I go hanging around my people in Panama or wherever, I can't speak Spanish. Like we're in Costa Rica right now. <laughs> yeah. I can't talk to anybody here. Yeah, yet, yeah, know? that's why we have Michelle. Yeah. Like no connections.
1: Right. So, right. but
0: that's why I thought it was interesting to talk to you about it Yeah.
1: You don't speak. I don't speak Chinese. No. Uh-huh. no, no, no. I speak more Spanish than I speak Chinese, but. <laughs> I mean, but I'm like third generation, so my mom okay. didn't grow up speaking either. My grandmother could right now, but doesn't really. she doesn't really have to. So, she, you know, I'm sure it's, she doesn't, you know, or doesn't remember a lot of it. So. so
0: third generation, what did the first generation do when they got here?
1: Uh, well, so my great-great-grandfather was, um, I mean, he ran a grocery store in Maine, mm-hmm. and then he also ran it in New York City. So our family goes back to New York City, Chinatown pretty deep. Um, That's pretty dope. Yeah, so they were, yeah, for some reason, I don't know how they really ended up in Maine, but, yeah, um, yeah he lived in Maine until my grandmother went through college and everything and then had this grocery store in uh, in New York City, yeah, yeah, that a lot of the family worked at, yeah.
0: But did they have the shop when you were growing up at all?
1: Oh, no, 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 yeah, my great-grandfather passed away when I was a baby, uh-huh. I guess, Yeah. But um, then my grandparents on my mom's side, they ran a Chinese restaurant for almost 30 years in yeah. Florida. Oh, wow. So it was like the first Chinese restaurant in Gainesville, like, you know, college town. Yeah. 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 So sure they were really well, well known in that, yeah. that town. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what was their specialty dish? Uh, well, I don't know. They, well, they were they knew, known for a lot of things, but they actually were known for doing American style dinners uh-huh. in addition to all the Chinese stuff that they do okay so I mean some people would come specifically to my grandfather's restaurant for steaks oh. like that's what he was known for but right. I mean we've got all the old menus and you could get a full like turkey dinner for Thanksgiving yeah for like 45 cents and we're talking with like everything you know ev- like everything pie mashed potatoes cents? four different vegetables oh yeah yeah yeah, I mean this is like old school. <laughs> so like when milk was like five cents a right. pop, you know that's 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 how long it goes back.
0: Holy shit! Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, but What's I mean they would do all kinds of other Chinese dishes like chow mein, yeah. noodles, rice dishes, sub gum, all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. So
0: what did your what did your what did your mom and dad do? How did they even get together? Uh, so
1: they, to get together. they went didn't... to school together, like high school together. Yeah. yeah. So my dad moved to Gainesville when he was in middle school, I think, and my mom was already there because of my yeah. grandparents. And then, um, yeah, they were in school, and kind of met there, I guess. So yeah. So my dad's a, he was a college professor. He taught chemistry, and then my mom was a school teacher.
0: Okay. Yeah. That shit runs in the blood deep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my dad's dad, he was a professor. His mom was also a teacher. Yeah. And uh, I think I think his dad was also a professor. So yeah, it's kind of kind of in the in the, in the family. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you, man. I appreciate talking course, to you. Of course, man. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, no doubt.
1: Remember, yeah. All right, that's it. Remember, Word up. Naked. The <laughs> is naked. The truth and a lie are not sort of the same thing. And there's no aspect, no facet, no moment of life that can't be improved with pizza. Thank you.
0: We're knowing you a long time, I know one yeah. thing that you really enjoy is the hammock.
2: hmm.
0: And I don't think I've ever seen you in a hammock.
2: Really? Oh my God, it's a dream come true for it's both of the us. For
0: <laughs> <laughs> My B-siders, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Graham Ng Wilmot. Episode 17 continues with part two: Michelle December. Keep the party moving, let's go.
2: I don't know what these trees are. I have are. no idea.
0: Canopy trees, maybe. Oh, I think they're called trees. canopies. Canopy trees.
2: I mean, they do make a kind of nice little shade blanket. It's nice. It's really nice.
0: Um. <sighs> all right. Well, you know, let's let's start out last night. Explain. Explain last night. And you can start wherever you want.
2: Let's see. So guess technically the night started when we were at that montezuma beach i've never seen horses on the beach that was the first, that was a first never seen horses on the beach Mm-mm. No, i don't think so i don't know why it seems weird to see a horse on a beach it <laughs> doesn't seem right it seems like something we invented like little dogs well you know what
0: where did horses come from
2: i think they came from spain i think they're like an old like a europe thing
0: Because they don't belong where we see them. They don't normally... Yeah, they don't belong where we see them. Like, we see them in the West, but really, they're they're an invasive species.
2: Right, right, right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, wild horses running through the West? No, that's...
2: I think that's a new thing. Yeah, I think that's, like, the colonizers brought them over, Mm -hmm. and then they just roamed free. Mm -hmm. So that was funny, because now they have saddles on them, and now there's, like, the new colonizers that are making people... Making them take people around for twenty five bucks each. That sucks. Yeah. So we walked past that and then we you guys got tossed around in the ocean for a bit. Oh my gosh. That's that's gonna be a highlight.
0: You know, I still had ocean water coming out of my nose like that night. Really? Yeah, like I bent over and just started coming out of my nose. Like it literally even just coming out of my nose, yeah. <laughs>
2: but that was funny to watch you guys. I needed to lay down at that point because we took that long hike yeah. by the waterfalls, and so it felt really good to lay down. And then I had free entertainment watching you body surf and
0: that body surf. Was yeah, on. get
2: flipped. It was like you were like flipping a tortilla. <laughs> Could you see me get? Yes, <laughs> I saw your hands and your head coming towards us, and then I saw your backside. <laughs> And that's when I knew that something had gone wrong. I wish <laughs> it,
0: it felt like I was just, like, tumbleweed. That's what it looked getting, like, like honestly.
2: It looked really painful. Oh, man. I'm surprised you did it more than once. You were out there for, like, <laughs> almost an hour.
0: I felt every bit of that hour. I would just ball up to, like, protect myself. I would, like, <laughs> like throw really my arms poly? in front of my head. Yeah. Oh, because I was like, I don't you know what's going to gonna happen.
2: But, yeah. We took, an- then we took a- another little drive. Mm-hmm and went to what is that called bahia rica i think I that was what it was called and we did the bioluminescence that kayaking was awesome i did not know what to expect i really thought it was going to be like the water around us would be just kind of generally glowing i didn't oh. realize it was going to be like glitter in your hand like when you'd scoop it up and yeah. then shake it in your hand you saw all these little it's
0: like pieces. Yeah. yeah
2: like little led lights
0: it was almost like when you like you know happy new year's and you like the sparklers yeah, it's it was true. like that it's like
2: that but I feel bad because I have to say, you asked or somebody asked at the end, like, do they die? or Does it hurt them when we yeah. do that? I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just splashing around, having a great time. Splish, splash. Taking a bath. <laughs> killing some plankton with my hand. <laughs> Who doesn't care? I'm on vacation. I was thinking about, I like... I not think about it. I was oh thinking bad. about, like,
0: bumblebees and things like oh, that where yeah. it exerts like energy for them yeah, to like just protect just to themselves pres- yeah
2: to survive mm-hmm. and protect yeah but that was fun it was kind of funny I also didn't really think about the fact that we wouldn't be able to see each other because you have to do it at night oh right Or you have to do it in the dark I guess yeah, it's
0: kind of like guess where people are yeah you, you
2: just have to follow people's voices and you were cracking less up I don't know I still don't know what was happening <laughs> but she was cracking up I don't know <laughs> That was fun. She was
0: having a lot of fun. It was like watching. Yeah, she was This having is a lot this of fun. is gonna sound condescending, but it really isn't, because people we do this sometimes. Like we just become children.
2: Yeah, it's she, true. She
0: became a child. There. She did,
2: and you don't get to see that very much with yeah, her. Yeah,
0: no. That was no. good. She's all adult.
2: But I feel like that's a good. I feel like that's a good, not only a good thing, because we should all be like kids. Yeah. More, but that's a good sign that like we're in a that you guys are in a good place, and that like this is really like an Orlando weekend or week or whatever because that's how you are it's really easy for you to go into that mode and so I feel like she was picking up on that spirit
0: she had she had a lot of fun I could tell um all right so uh did I say welcome to the b-side oh not yet you've been here before but you're you're still a guest I guess
2: (laughs) I guess I think I just welcomed myself back also I just realized I'm that comfortable. (laughs) So, my name's Michelle, and I've been friends with Orlando since 2006, and I'm here in Costa Rica celebrating his 40th birthday.
0: Awesome. That's good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think celebrating is the right word.
0: Celebrating is the right word. Yeah. It's funny because my birthday happened like a long time ago. (laughs) Like literally the beginning of the month. I didn't
2: say anything to you on your birthday. That's all right. I don't I don't really really care about your birthday. Yeah. The date. Right. Yeah. Like everybody celebrates their
0: birthday and they post it and they do this. They want
2: a cake with candles. No, I don't I don't need all that shit. They want they like fish for people to wish them a happy birthday. Right. If you
0: want to wish me a happy birthday, call my mom up and wish it to her because she's the one that birthed me.
2: That's a really good point. I had it easy. That's I had it easy. (laughs) Yeah, we should think something else to celebrate that's like you actually accomplished. Yeah. Like you actually did something.
0: But right now, birthday belongs to the moms.
2: That's a good point. I like that.
0: Now let's talk about like Oh, and then
2: we went to the restaurant and I swear I swear that was like a sign from the heavens that an Eddie Murphy movie (laughs) came on. Graham said he turned it off as soon as we like walked out. It was like he He put the nativity stuff on. Uh, Oh. Because it was clearly like the universe was like this is, I know you have to go. You know what's funny?
0: What's funny is like my birthday, la- maybe two years ago, my birthday two years ago when we were in Birmingham, I threw an Eddie Murphy party.
2: Oh, you did? Yeah.
0: I didn't tell anybody it was my birthday. I just, just I was like, this is an Eddie Murphy party. party. And I made all these Eddie Murphy masks uh, and I had like three or four projectors and some monitors and I played a different Eddie movie on every monitor.
2: Oh my God. Yep with like headphones and you could hear them or just just the video no, was No, just playing.
0: <laughs> and then we like had food and That's drinks. That's a good party. And, oh, and Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy music playing What's
2: Eddie the Murphy? whole t- Like the soundtrack from the movies and
0: stuff? No, 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 no. Eddie Murphy what? has like four or five albums. What? Yes. Not
2: comedy albums? No. I didn't know that. Yes. God, that man's he has, done a lot. He has
0: one with like Rick James. He has a what? song with Michael Jackson.
2: What? Yeah. I did not know this. He was,
0: a, he was trying to do it for real for oh, us. Oh, I'm
2: surprised I didn't know yeah. this. Yeah, he was really trying to
0: do it. I'd sing it for you, but my voice is all fucked up. <laughs> but party all the time? Look up party all the okay. time. Party all the time. Ooh,
2: ooh, ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> I think the oohs were coming from Rick James. <laughs> oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> but yeah. Wow, that's gonna have
2: to go on my A, A- side. Yeah. It's gonna have to go on my playlist.
0: Party all the time. Party all the time. Um, so the question I've been asking everybody is sort of like a New Year's resolution really? question, but not really a New Year's resolution okay, good. question. Yeah, because people don't really do no. New Year's resolution properly. be I mean, stupid, right? So, but like there is something that we want to do, and it probably always ends up on the New Year's resolution right. list. Um, this sort of like eats at us, but also gets us to get up every day to like do Try it over no- and yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my question. What is it that thing?
2: Now I have a thing that's different. My normal thing is normally to try to do something different or try to, like, I want to try to learn something new or I want to try to, like, do something that makes me uncomfortable or out Mm -hmm. of my comfort zone or whatever. But this year is kind of different. This year, I really want to try to find my comfort zone. Ah. Okay. I want to try to find... I want to try to find a place where i can like actually have i because I, i'm in this long distance relationship right yeah. so it's like some, there's always something somewhere else mm-hmm. and i mean i hope that we end up together this year that's really my wish is that we could figure out a way to live together
0: that'd be great that would be great cohabitating is pretty cool sometimes yeah. mm-hmm, sometimes <laughs> <laughs>
2: i'll check in with you for the next episode how i'm, gonna, how I'm doing you
0: would be like this
2: fucking guy <laughs> I want out back to my studio back to the long distance can I get my job back I want the distance (laughs) no but like I'm always longing for something else I'm always like waiting for the vacation or wait like this is really special because we never go on vacation right we're always just like I'm going to Baltimore he's going to Aspen yeah so this is really special because it's like it's so comfortable to just be Mm -hmm. you know and he's not working I'm not working so you know I guess that's Kind of what I'm saying is I want to figure out how we can do that, like, all the time. But Uh. probably I should figure out how to just be okay with where I'm at no matter what, you know? Mm. I'm always, like, trying to push myself towards, like, the greener grass on the other side. I get that. Also, you know, there's nothing wrong with, like, trying to challenge yourself. But when it becomes, like, a rat race and a constant punishment of, I'm not doing good enough, I need to get something else, I need more. That's exhausting. That's not a way to live.
0: No, I don't think so.
2: Like, you're a human being. Like, you are, Orlando, you be. Like, you are a human being. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm always a human trying. I'm trying to do something else. (laughs) I'm trying to go over here. I'm trying to do something new. And I think that that's like a modern invention. We don't need to do that.
0: We don't need to do any of that shit. No. We really just need to live. Like yeah. a good example of that is all these fucking dogs running around this yeah. resort. They're just freaking they're yeah, just they're chilling, just being. Yeah, they're just hanging out, eating, going on the beach, running around the water. Like just I mean
2: Yeah.
0: What are, what are we supposed to be doing? Like what I don't know. I just I don't know. I feel like sometimes we just we do too much.
2: Yeah. We, when really we should do. just be
0: like taking a step back and you know, just sort of seeing what we got going on and yeah. just living in that. But I understand, like, trying to, like, get over to the green, the grammar, greener side.
2: Yeah.
0: Because when we were doing long distance,
2: Ugh, yeah, home
0: is only where that person is.
2: Yeah. It's true.
0: So that makes sense.
2: Yeah.
0: And then maybe when you get to that place, then...
2: Then you can kind of just chill and yeah. just be, mm-hmm. Yeah like i'm trying to convince the universe that i can do it <laughs>
0: this needs to happen yeah make this happen. trust me please. i can
2: do it i'm ready i'm ready to be <laughs> i'm ready to be a dog on the beach in costa rica maybe oh, it's not yeah. all dogs go to heaven all dogs go to costa rica oh shit
0: <laughs> all dogs go to costa rica
2: <laughs> it's not bad
0: you probably see that little cartoon dog running around here somewhere.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't remember his name, but that little Shepherd dog.
0: <laughs> the lady in the Tramp, they are probably out here oh, too. Oh yeah, they're out here too. Mm-hmm, I'm sure they're dead. Lassie. Lassie's dead.
2: Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> She's long gone.
0: She was dead when I was watching her. Oh no. I mean. Come yeah.
2: On. I mean, like. 50s I think that show was like yeah. yeah. That show was old as gone.
0: shit. They probably got you know, It was like crazy. Four there was probably dogs. a lot
2: of lassies. <laughs> <laughs> you just didn't know.
0: And there were girls, from what yeah, I that's remember. True. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Never looked to check, like, never
2: peeked around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pay attention to how, how the dog peed. Was it a squat or a leg? You never show
0: the dog peeing.
2: I, that doesn't seem very Hollywood. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> for doing this thanks for turning 40
0: thank you for coming that was fun this is
2: amazing i gonna miss it for a second <laughs> first of all you're one of my favorite people in the world even though we don't get to see each other that much i just feel there's not that many people out there that you can see so rarely and feel so comfortable with still like i don't have any expectation when i'm about to see you of like what changed how's he doing yeah. is he gonna be cool is he gonna be weird no like it's gonna be great every time every time
0: i don't even know how that happened in such a short time i don't
2: know
0: we really connected yeah in new york
2: i know yeah we just like got a good foundation and then Um, everything from there is just gonna be cool you know what happened what
0: our foundation walked away and we made our own foundation it's
2: true Mm -hmm. yeah for both of us it's Mm -hmm. true and that's never gonna change no no matter like what happens or you know me and graham like we always have our own foundation yeah Oh, that's sweet. That's good to end on. In a hammock. Yeah, for the record, there's two of us in a hammock, just in case that
0: wasn't clear. Hey. Oh, hey. It's over. But there's still the A side. And don't think that because I put two interviews in one episode that I skimped on the playlist. Nah, everyone I interviewed made one, so double the guests, double the songs on the mixtape. And as always, if you want some more, find us on IG at tbs underscore podcast. Or hit me up at radio at gmail.com. This is the B-Side, and we are everywhere you listen to podcasts. So, subscribe, tell a friend, and if you're listening on iTunes, rate us. Thanks to my guests Graham Ng Wilmot and Michelle December. Shout out to Brizo for the beats. This episode was produced and edited by some guy, and that guy It's saying peace. Peace.